0: Alright, thanks everybody for tuning in to the Static Podcast this week. Our topic of the week is Death Cab for Cutie, and uh, we have a little lineup change this week, so uh, we'll go through introductions. I'm John, I'm from Ohio, and I can't work the internet. Um, I'm also John, from Ohio, can work the internet. That's false. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I don't know. Whatever. It's crazy. <laughs> you, should, you should know that by now. Anyways, and we have a new addition to our, <laughs> our group Badger The audience. You should know (laughs) this. You've listened to three of these already, so plus you're already our friends and family. So you already know. Hi, internet friends, and we don't know. To Um, my left, invisible friend. (laughs) That was the voice of Tom. (laughs) Hello, invisible friends. I'm Tom. This is uh, our stand-in for Robert this week. Robert, as if you've read the blog this week, um, Robert is a Bonnaroo. Uh, originally, we had planned that he would be live tweeting or live blogging. Uh, he's from he's just on acid, so he's playing in the Sonic Forest. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have internet. He, he has, does not he have internet,
1: knowledge. and
0: he's also fired. <laughs> 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 so we have Tom. Tom's going to stand in for Robert this week. Uh, so there's three of us, and Chris and I don't just bore you to death with was signing on the comments this episode, anyway. So should should all be normal. Essentially, that is, <laughs> that's about right. So, Tom, tell us a little bit about yourself and um, how you got to be on the Static Podcast. Oh so, well, Wow. I mean, uh, lifelong <laughs> dream, I know, but give uh, well, us a little bit about yourself and, and maybe just a, a general take on music or something, you know. Because this is what it's all Pretend about. Pretend this is an interview. Is where it plays Robert, it kind of is. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I I've, I know these fellows from uh, hanging out at the junkyard. Uh, we both pet the same junkyard dog mm-hmm. and Rufus mm-hmm. uh, Honestly, I work with uh, you know John and, and Chris, and used to work with Robert at the old uh, stomping grounds and yep the around. nights but um, yeah, I, yeah I grew up in the Midwest in illinois, but uh, i 'm a world traveler i 've been to uh New York I lived in Miami for some time that's right that, that's the Robert connection right there uh, so yeah, yeah. you yeah. guys have Miami yeah, yeah you know it's the uh, you heard Miami replacement <laughs> that's that, 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 uh, very true that's Peter what we Miami can do get the reggaeton mix <laughs> <laughs> uh, of our dubcat for cuties. remixes <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. I mean music I, I love music um, top yeah. three favorite bands or artists he did this on one oh, of the episodes, I think. That's the uh, three favorite pants are artists. I, I would say Miles Davis would be up there for me. Yeah, yeah, another thing Robert, that was Robert's Robert, uh, that was You are Robert. Maybe <laughs> uh, you just your beard isn't quite as epic, but you know.
1: Uh, Still Yeah, no,
0: my, Miles Davis for sure. Um, I would probably also throw in TV on the Radio. Mm. They're they're one of my favorites. Um, in general. And then um oh, gosh. I guess uh the first thing that came to mind just now was Sam Cook. Oh wow, yeah. So, That's a new entry. I don't think any of us have mentioned a new entry like Sam Cook <whistles> as well. I mean I would say yeah, for me it's always fluctuating. But uh Miles Davis since he's on the radio probably two pounds. So. Like I said, Sam Cook just talking that just now, so. <laughs> <laughs> The dog is behind you, Chris. Yikes. <laughs> <Right. laughs> And and once again, our first appearance of Pookie in this episode, my dog, so And not my childhood stuffed animal from No, not in this case. <laughs> or Chris Rock from New Jersey City. <laughs> Neither of those Pookies. No. Although I'm sure it's kind of Pookie has the spirit of all food. She's like the worst dog. Yeah. I just let her out before we started the the pie cab. There was a bird like five feet away from her, and she's just like Oh yeah, what's up? Like you're supposed to. Know, there's market stuff, chasing. Yeah, you're supposed to. Bark yeah. or... you're supposed to market. I don't like birds. I don't. I don't have know. an opinion either way. <laughs> birds are just. I'm getting it out there right now on the internet. Yeah, no, like that for that when animals? they listen. No. I think so there we go. That that's, that's I very un-American It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I like and of the other yeah, day, it's gonna shut me down anyway because of my bird comment. <laughs> <so. laughs> There you have it. Anyway. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, do you have any more beer? I have lots of more beer. I have one. Can I have a more? Of this? Mm, different beer. This is good. What would this, you like? Whatever. All right. I will choose for two you. Two brothers something or other. I'll bring you a two brothers something or other. <laughs> uh, talk amongst yourselves. All right. So this is actually kind of one of our plans. Uh, we haven't run it by Robert yet, so we'll see what he says. But we were thinking, because John picked Death Cab for Cutie this week, Tom and I don't know a lot about Death Cab, We weren't really familiar with their, their you know, thing. Uh, so we had, like, a week to kind of try and get into them and stuff based on John's suggestion. And now we're going to do an episode, so we're thinking, like, maybe every, maybe start a run of these podcasts. Thank you, sir. Oh, this looks good. Um, and, like, every, well, everyone gets to pick, you know, and then we'll get two people that have a crash course and then one person who is an expert. And, uh, you know, maybe that'll be interesting. We'll see after this episode if it makes sense. Well, yeah, and I, 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 I support that idea. We can give it a try, because it's our thing. We can do whatever we want. Oh, yeah, we can. Absolutely. Up top. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally just like the old-time radio shows where it's like thunder and lightning, and then you like bang some pots together, like, it's like the sheet metal like, <laughs> shaking there. Sound effects, the Lord. There's no reason. There's no reason we can't just do actual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna write a script for the next episode. We'll all have parts. It'll be great. Um, and I like that idea because we kind of it was interesting with our Springsteen episode, episode zero. Um, if you've listened to the Springsteen episode, um, we had somebody who was a casual fan, somebody who really didn't listen to Bruce at all, and somebody who had very strong opinions of Bruce negatively um and but we all brought something different to the conversation and we all took something different away from it than we, than we came here. I with. just left feeling exactly the same I liked him going in and I liked him coming out that's that's a good way to yeah um, that's how I poop yeah <laughs> well so far Tom's doing a great job of being Robin okay so, John do I do. picked Death Cab. John, I Death Cab tell us why. Um, and if, I, I mentioned this in a blog post a couple of days ago, but Death Cab is one of my favorite bands. And I think we talked about this in our you know introduction, what are our favorite bands type of right. situation. And um, this was the band, when I first was introduced to Death Cab for Cutie, I was in college, I was in my early 20s, and I was the guy writing lyrics in notebooks and all of a sudden here was this band that was doing fully realized versions of what I was doing feeble attempts of of, in my own right you know so it just instantly just made sense to me because that that was what I was going for with what I was trying to write on my you know crappy acoustic guitar with you know you know whatever I was doing so they're they're one you're not talking about the ad acoustic are you with different acoustic. No, I. I that's guess I, a nice one. That, no, that was the acoustic. But I guess that's I. That's sh- a nice acoustic guitar. Why do you hate it so much? I don't hate it. I'm just. <laughs> I, I should have said crappy playing of a great oh, acoustic guitar because I'm not a great guitar thank player. You. Does your c- c- guitar have a name? No. Can and I name it? it? You can name it. Um. Now I'm scared. Parkles. Park. No. <laughs> I I reject that. one out <laughs> of hand, um. Try again. But. By by the end of the episode. Yeah. We'll have Tom a new have name. A name You know what? Let's put it to a vote. If you're listening to this, um, we're gonna come up with we we're each gonna yeah. come up with a name. We can put a we can put a poll on the I'll site. put a poll up on the site. Yeah. So Tom will pick a name, Chris will pick a name, I I'll pick a name. Parkles. Parkles. Parkles Parkles, <laughs> Parkles could win. I and, and if Parkles also wins, going to throw out a lot of names. So you will have a right in option. And if you have <laughs> to agree with one of my other choices, feel free to. Right, so. how <laughs> BB King named his guitar. By the way, yes, true. He took a poll on the internet. <laughs> yeah. How many tweets did he get? S ten from the future. John guitar. Lucille is from the future. Mm. Right, right. But no, that that's uh, that's how I got kick, kicked off with Death Cab. <laughs> <laughs> and I've I've gone. What was this? What one year? I, I first listened to Death Cab in 2001, right when the photo album came out, and um, so it was kind of, a, they were, they were known to my circle of friends, but they weren't as well known to everybody yet, Transatlanticism hadn't come out yet, um, and there, there was certainly a following there, but it wasn't, you know, they weren't on the O.C., you know, in, in the early aughts, you know. I remember as, the O.C. I remember the O.C. as well. Old Phantom Planet. Yeah. Exactly. Phantom Planet. Wasn't um, the Ryan Adams had Wonderwall on the O.C.? That's how I actually became a Ryan Adams fan. It was because oh, of the O.C. I know that's oh, going to ruin oh, it for that you. That was a sound effect for, me. for <laughs> me. But no, it, when, when <laughs> I was dating my wife, um, and she was recovering from an injury... And we, I would go visit her at her parents' house, and she and her mom would watch the OC, and I'd sit there, and I, I, I tend to heckle shows I don't like, yep. much in the Mystery Science Theater 3000 <laughs> way, which really annoys my wife. Um, I'm currently, I'm currently uh, heckling. The British version of Skins that she's been watching. Oh, but that's a good one. Skins is good. I man. Don't like it. The I first, think, the, f- the first run is good. I hate that show. Rewatch Rewa- which, which 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 series are you watching? The first. I the, think the first group. A, second group. I think she's third. Group. in the second group. Second group is where it gets very Falcon Cresty. <laughs> first <laughs> but, group is where it's like it's Apex. But that they there was and it was a totally stupid scene of like some really overly dramatic. Thing from the O.C. because that's basically what that show was. Yeah. It was a nighttime soap opera. there's a lot of those out there. And, and there's nothing wrong with it if you like it. That's fine. But um, Wonderwall. It was his cover. Wonderwall. Was yeah, cover that's a there. very good cover. I like Wonderwall anyway. I was vaguely like aware of their Party. of their stuff um, previously of, of Ryan Adams stuff, but I hadn't. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, fatherly duties are taking. If, if this is your first listen to the podcast, you might not be aware that we do this at like a daycare. Ryan Adams Memorial, yeah, Ryan Adams Memorial Daycare, daycare. daycare and daycare. <laughs> services. Got the uh, Parker Parker Posey Symposium. Uh, we have
1: a very
0: interesting daycare strategy where we just kind of let the kids know, control yeah, themselves. Daddy it. And
1: everyone
0: <laughs> 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 The show no, is broken Like, <laughs> 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 like you are watching this on T V, you know, that would be where the the picture goes up, you know, the technical difficulty. <laughs> 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 so to you, stand by. Is your wife watching the <laughs> is it the Effie episodes where Effie's the uh I don't know. Or is it Tony still? I, like the I don't know right now that the audience Cook. relates to That's the one of the characters. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's, that's the, second, yeah. the second group. That's, that's, the only, that's the only character name that I know because I haven't invested any of my time in, in that show whatsoever okay. other than heckle It It's a really a good, good show from what I hear. From uh, what I hear, it's a really good show. I think it has the worst theme song that's ever been written for a theme. Well, it way, just yeah. sounds yeah. like a bunch of sounds. It's us wait theme song episode talk about that okay. All right. Well, not, not the skins. Yeah, sorry. So <laughs> that's why I became I'm a Jeff Cat fan. Skin. Yeah, you just get really, really personal about skins, And I know that you can The first them. series, like, the first two, like, run of episodes with the kids, with Tony and For everything that the MTV tried to do. And,
1: and the, MTV. <laughs> <laughs> the MTV? The <laughs> MTV
0: tried to do. It was awful. Americanized version, just, like, coupling. Ruined it. Over, over. Series. But like, um, yeah. Anyway, like. what's that other one about werewolves? That's good. That's not good. Is that um, Teen Wolf? <laughs> she watches that too. <laughs> no. No, but what? The <laughs> <laughs> MTV No, Teen Wolf? the one with the one that um Brandon liked. It was Catfish.
1: Like, <laughs> no. No. Vampire <the> <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: Diaries. No. It's like they're supernatural people. They're, they're roommates. Wizards of Waverly Place. No. Damn it. It's British and there's an American version of it. Sherlock? (laughs) (laughs) No. Russell T. Davies. Um, I don't Uh, know what you're talking about at all. That's fine. You Google that shit and come back to us, okay? What else am I doing? You know, John, like the story you were just saying though, like how you got into it, the first thing that popped into my head was literally like a movie that would be like a Nick Hornby John Cusack movie. Yeah. You know, with, like, John Cusack as you. And Being human. For what? Being human. That's a show? That's the name of the Nick Hornby, John Cusack, John Schenberger. <laughs> <laughs> the John Schenberger biopic, Yeah, Being, Being Human. Mm-hmm. Or, or, better yet, if we were going to take a Death Cap for CUNY song, song and make it into the John Schenberger biopic, leading into one of the questions that I'll bring up. When um, we were talking earlier about, yeah, you had a role in in the music industry or in the music business. What what would you want and make that part of the Bible? This is like the rise of uh, what was it? So about? if we took that question and made it my life going into your your movie concept. Yeah, it's just like when you start Ruthless Records. What was your record label? Uh, ulterior Records. Ulterior Records, not ruthless. That's a... That's actually a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Joshua made Ruthless Records. I went back in time from the future and made Ruthless Records. I got going with Easy E and how I roll. So yeah, so Ulterior ulterior Records is like the story of that. Right, right. Which Deathcap song would would be part of it and then would that be part of... Would you incorporate that into the name? of the the film well no okay here's where I would go with that here's where I would go with that so say I I, I have my biopic that everybody's going to watch it's going to be a um, Mm. summer smash Mm -hmm. Um, (coughs) I'd be ulterior it would be ulterior records but then that goes into the concept of where I told you earlier I would want if I had any job in the music industry I'd want to have my own label but I'd also want to have it so I could release my own stuff and I've always wanted to have a band named Bandwidth Signals Taken from a line from a Death Cab song, from uh, um, from M A. From um, uh, we have facts from our voting yes. So there's the tie-in. There's a the Death Cab tie-in. It would perfect, be perfect. Lowell M A. For um, for the song. Now who who would play you? I don't know. <laughs> Ben ben Gibbard. <laughs> yeah, ben Gibbard. yeah, he was in a movie. He was, he in, was in a, a movie. He was in a brief interview. Uh, brief interview was with a kid, horrible man or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. David Foster Wallace. George George. George. Right. He was in that movie. I I remember watching that on IFC, thinking this movie is so sucky, but then seeing him, I'm like, he's in this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <And> it's like <laughs> John Krasinski like directed it. Right. right? right. And like uh, a quick side note on that, like he said. That the whole thing with uh, how to connect the interviews where it was like a morning studies major mm-hmm. who was doing like her dissertation and that's what she was doing these interviews for. He like ran that by David foster Wallace. David foster Wallace was so, like yeah no I, I mean I was just like, writing it randomly, but that's really smart. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, I give Jim a lot of credit in my book. He is in my book. My little I don't have a black book. I've got a red book. You do. Jim is in my book. I could show you the page, which I couldn't get Right. <laughs> but if I had a book, uh-huh. he'd be in my book. and That book would, would be Red. It would be Red. It would be called Red Book, and it would be a women's magazine for the 80s. Mm, I think it's something. You know, how you know. I like that. That's how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my bio. Actually, Hayden Christian pretty It was Hayden Christian's then. With the okay. Jared ponytail. Yeah. Cosplay, that would be Okay, so then you bring the Jedi Ponytail and he becomes the record guy, and then he's like the aging, creepy guy with the ponytail. Yeah. I can see that actually. That could actually work. It's actually like a dual origin story. It's like John's story, but then also how ponytails became the I would see it for one reason. What would that reason be? For <laughs> <It's excellent> nudity. <laughs> 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 okay, so Tom Braw's uh, not unlike Robert' uh, notes <laughs> to the, the Robert has a tradition of bringing a Post-it <laughs> note. I much like with the Pixies episode. Uh, forgot to do any sort of research. I did. John was very kind and made a Spotify playlist, which I'll post. Yes. So you guys can check it out. Um, of what he considers to be essential Death Cab music. Right. I gave it my my all trying to listen to it, but was limited to just one album <laughs> because of uh, technical. Spotify being a jerk. Spotify was being a jerk. So I listened to one album, like, twice the way through. And it was good. Um, and I have stuff I can say about it. But, um, Tom. <laughs> Tom, has, <laughs> Tom has done more research. I mean, I've I lived the research. I did yeah. nothing to prepare for the show. Yeah. Because I have literally everything they put out. Except, actually, I don't. Because on Record Store Day, they released a live album with some symphony. Oh, I, I think um, I... Have. For record stores yeah <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah a, i don't have that because i don't have it on vinyl or anywhere um but i have everything else i've either um you know bought. i if it's i have bootlegs of stuff i have um, imports i have all that i used to buy import singles from amazon oh wow. my god. i god! remember the import single day yeah i remember getting like uh back in the day something with the uh, yellow ledbetter yeah. Song and being okay. like, oh, yo, what better? Because you just play it on Q101 right. all the time. Right. And I was like, oh, I can't find it. And like, I bought it. Like, it, it was like a import maxi single or something. I bought an import, I, I always heard Tom Petty, his song, Girl on the LSD. You've heard that one before. I heard it on the radio once, like 10 or 15 years ago. And I, I was in a used record store and bought a bunch of used CDs, which I tend to do. And... Uh, one of the the B sides of a single that came with uh, the Wildflowers album had that song. It was one of those moments where, I'm like, I forgot that existed. <laughs> it, was a, it, was a, it was a funny song. Like it was meant to be, a, you know, a, a humorous uh, song, and I couldn't imagine it was played on the radio ever. But it was one of those moments triumph. So yeah. So so in Robert's place again, Tom actually prepared Tom and brought notes knows, knows a, a fair deal about. It about subcap. I, I know a fair deal about them going into this. Right. I just didn't really ever listen to their stuff. Um, I had a kind of like a pre uh got like I had a bias against them. I was gonna ask you about that. I, I do have a bias against them and it's it's it is totally unfair as all. Most biases are. Huh? <laughs> Usually yeah. I don't say all, but then I remember my good biases. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thing um, exists,
0: yeah. And it was, you know, that, that era, that turn of the century, you know, the hipsters are becoming a thing, In, indie music is becoming a movement, um, you have a lot of these similar types of, of bands coming out, kind of buying for, you know, we're the one that you guys should be listening to, and some some are better than others, but the type of people that listen to Death Cab, that I was around at <laughs> the <this> time. John <laughs> Shundrager. We're really, we're, you know, not, we're really awkward, and, you know. Uh, they they liked it for for reasons that I don't like either. It's like Maybe how or how people Dave feel Matthews. about Dave Matthews fans. not liking you right like Dave Matthews. But he whether you like the music or not, whether right, you like the music or not, right. people who like Dave Matthews are right. just tools. E- exactly, and and so <laughs> like you know I saw you know Garden State and like I, just, I always kind of associated. Death Cab with like that kind of crowd. They're they're not even on that soundtrack, but they're, I know what you mean. You know what I mean. And so, like my yeah, yeah, these things are going on. I was that crowd, right? You know, when I was in my twenties, I was that crowd for sure. Yeah, and so. it was it was one of those, and so it's totally unfair because you know I go back and I, and I started listening to John's gonna leave for a while. I'll be I I can still hear you. Bye, John. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know I I listened to him a bit this week and um, I'm notorious for kind of defending the suppers, which are you know, in, in the same <laughs> <laughs> totally and how not it exactly. The same kind of thing. And I'm listening and I'm listening to these talk, and I'm like, I can see Calm thinking singing this. And like, oh, okay. Totally unfair. Um, so wow. I think it's just yeah. <laughs> Basically you're just a, a jackass. I totally well I'm, I I totally acquiesce. You know, like they're I, I had a bias against them. You know, there's just like two things like what, what you were just saying that came to mind for me. So like, number one it's like, when did being a hipster become a bad thing? Right. Because like, remember like, to me, part of it, being a hipster was like, initially it was the Beastie Boys. Sure. And right. it was like listening to something like um, Ill Communication it's like, right. oh, you've got some of the hip-hop stuff they've done, you've got some of the hardcore right. stuff they've done, you've got a song like Sabotage mixed in with you know these sort of jazzy jam sessions right. they had right. along with something like uh, you know any of the, the hip hop that's on there and so it's like that was like being a hipster and then it was like Luscious Jackson and like Grand Royal and that being like this is what it is to be a hipster but it was like a New York hipster it right. became like a Brooklyn thing and then right. it just somehow got to a tipping point where being a hipster was like skinny jeans and like but because there's there's yeah. an evolution because eventually we were like in you know, you'll see this like you know become something called scene eventually right. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but at yeah. the time I think even before then you know what the, the term for the folks of, like stuff like that I think was emo yeah which is now a different meaning like, a- exactly that it did right, that. right. Um, but you know at the time I was working uh, at Blockbuster so like you know I I, I see like, the people and we would have discussions about mm-hmm. music. Bad, and it was just it became this sort of crowd that was like you're you're trying to identify with meaning that's not there <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and and live by it which is completely hollow and fake and so it's, it's, it's uh, that, that fakeness and that shallowness that uh, really turned me off and, and it was completely unjustified against deathcam but I think I was talking to Tom about this earlier too so I get them mixed up with a lot of the bands that kind of emerged in that era for, anyway. For, like Dashboard, Dashboard Confessional. Dashboard, yeah. it was like that's always the one for me with <clears> that Capricuty. It yeah. is And see for me, in my mind they they have nothing in, at all in common. Well in I mean mind. to me it's almost just even it, it's almost just a name. I guess yeah, that like no. draws draws D C yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I get know, it, okay I get okay. it. I, I get them confused with Dashboard. <laughs> <dashboards>, <laughs> the cabs, it's like it's all like sure. just like a uh, vehicular and, emotional song. Um, I'll admit to liking Dashboard Confessional in, in a period of time in my life, and I would never associate those two together. I don't necessarily disagree that you do. You know, I get <laughs> that. I get with yeah. that same era, like like Chris. And I it's completely yeah. unfair because there's like these other bands at the time that have kind of similar undertones and and, and while the same sure. the day there was one that was like, was like oh it's kind of like Jimmy World. <laughs> and, <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, yeah, they were kind of. Popular time. There's like, some, like something corporate and other post-punk bands. Right. You know. Now um, this is new. Tom is taking notes as we talk. This is like you, nobody does <laughs> that. Enough paper I actually take notes. <laughs> I've, I've literally never seen before. me before. Like 20 minutes this morning to find paper in my house. Chris's <laughs> <laughs> well, Parents brought me a pen. Not 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 Mr. Glass, Thank but you. Mr. Parkles. <laughs> Mr.
1: Parkles. <laughs>
0: Uh, his parents went to Korea recently. My roommate, another friend, of the friend movie. of ours, yeah, friend uh, of the, like the cast. His yeah, parents brought me a pen, so I feel like I need to have reasons to use this pen. Yeah, which is part of why I said, eh, "I'll do the podcast." Because he you know, writes <laughs> stuff. Yeah, but uh, you know, yeah, I was the same one with the saxophone. You, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you got you know the the lumpicus <laughs> it's working for you. <laughs> no, I, I was concerned about the color, not so much the size. Uh, the size is what gets you, though. Well, I mean, in the end, that—that <laughs> that is the thing. <laughs> Literally, and the fact that it can get you know go from warm to cold real yeah, quickly. It's very adaptable, and and yeah, and, <laughs> and the hair. You wouldn't would think. think? You wouldn't think. Who would think? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I quit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, like the, the second thing, as far as you know, when, when what you were expounding upon about, about, you know, the mm. whole thing with the Simburs, yeah, was the other thing that that sprung to mind for me too. I and mean, looking through death for Q was the geography of it. sure, yeah. the fact of being right. the northwest west and the up the Simburs, yeah, yeah. Yep. this whole thing of there's been a shift in hipsterdom as yeah. well to the northwest, to, so. To, Portland. The that Portland, That whole area. Absolutely. To where, like I was saying earlier, like how, and there's probably something out there about the whole genealogy of hipsters. <laughs> if there hasn't been, then we're on it. But like, <laughs> um, but, you know, the geography, and how does DEF Cab for cutie play into the whole Northwestern sound? Because where does that... Begin because I, there, there's a cultural touchstone, yeah. obviously, with the whole thing that happened with Nirvana and grunge and Pearl Jam, yeah. right? Um, the sub pop thing. <laughs> ben Gibbard scoring an album or a, a movie about Kurt Cobain. I mean, yeah, but. yeah. So, so it's like there's there's all of that, and then you know, where does Death capture fit into that, and how are they a part of, say, like a tradition of that, and, and even uh, Seattle has its own sort right, of history right. beyond just right. grunge too. I mean, Jimi Hendrix, right from Seattle. Right. Yeah. Um, there was a whole thing um, when I went to the rock and roll museum in L.A. a few years back. When I went to a wedding out there. Uh, it, it, they had a, they actually had something about Northwestern music, or right. music from the Northwest, and there was this whole thing about I want to say it was a band called the Rangers, right. and it was like something with R and B. That's all I remember that. So I went to like a metal thing where they had like the history of metal and like <laughs> that was what I was excited for. Ashley was wanting to go see the Woody Guthrie thing, which we did that too. That was, I that was fun. They actually, I they actually came third. That, that was have been Ashley's camp. But um but yeah, as far as like the geography, one, yeah. do you feel like that plays into like the sound of the band? Whether they're I, from, I, I and think then they can, how uh-huh. does Death Cat fit into you know, the the northwest. Well I think they kinda of Pioneer that that one of their one of the pioneers was for what's now that that cultural yeah in the that's I not mean, enough. Kind of look at like because like, uh, I I compared a lot to like uh, the the Minnesota uh, you know eighties nineties you know kind of okay and you know, they have their own kind of Westerberg uh, like you know, yeah mm-hmm. Dallas, you know, mm-hmm. yep. and yeah and they have their own kind of cultural sound sure. you kind Sure, of have these epicenters I mentioned there. Wow, well, um, it's, it's interesting. Because, yeah, they're, they're, they're Bellingham, Washington, then moved to Seattle and kind of did the Seattle scene. But uh, they're also pretty, uh, they're, they're kind of a California band, too, in a lot of ways. Um, and then associated with a lot of you know um, big ones like Jenny Lewis
1: and Raleigh you Kiley know,
0: and kind of the, they're the California branch of that same kind of indie scene. Um, even though Ben wrote songs that were critical of Calif- uh, you know, Los Angeles or California. But yeah, it's still they they were of that, that Pacific Northwest bunch, but um and part of that sound but so extended it to just west coast almost in a lot of Oh,
1: yeah.
0: I mean like um I was just thinking of like Phantom Planet. Exactly <laughs> okay, see yeah. It's just you say Ry- Rilo Riley Kylie, like a um, so, yeah, would you pick Phantom Planet or, you know, Jenny Lewis? Well, it's funny is when I, I listen, to them, I was like, I, I, <laughs> I think, I think like SoCal Bands have like a very distinct kind of to them. True. You know, it, as much as music is amalgamated and, and, and accessible these days, I do think it's still fun to, to listen to a band and be like, I bet they're from California uh-huh. and then find that they are. Yeah. You know, or sure. I bet this, this band is from, you know, the Northwest and find that they are. <clears throat> and when I listen to Death Cab, they, they do sound good. That's true, you know, that's true. I, I see what you're saying, yeah. Sonically. Sonically. Yeah. yeah. Not the true sound yeah. of music. Right. <laughs>
1: the hills are alive.
0: Corey was playing a ton of music on the other day. I'm not the only that's one who just weird. randomly thinks <laughs> terribly on this, on this podcast. Yeah, if yeah you're, by the way. That was, that was spooky, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: if the if you're there. slightly
0: disappointed with this podcast, the reason is that John was supposed to start it by singing his favorite Death Cab song, and I refused. He started singing it, and then he hit record, the <laughs> and then he <just> started talking. <laughs> so, sorry, sorry, internet. sorry right. I. You know, we will never <laughs> top. We will never That'll top be because of the night. We will never top because of the night on. Um, oh, that was that was, that was actually quite yeah. good. That's the way to start podcast. I, I just surprised and people. I have said <laughs> we should start each one doing a cover, uh, like a 20-second cover of a song from the artist we, we talked about. And I got no today. support, however, oh. from my, mm-hmm. my podcast mate, yeah. particularly Robert, who's here's, not here to defend himself. Here's <laughs> a classic Ohio, flaming. <laughs> What's yeah. the last big band from Ohio? The National. That, yeah, that, there you that, go. That, there go. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Nicely done. Thank to you. Say the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> That's a sports team, but I see where you're going with that. Not really. Ohio State, Dancing Manziel. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you have you know you have your other Ohio bands uh, like you're over the Rhine. Anybody? Anybody? Mm-hmm. Over Brine. I want build the those things raising their hands. I can't believe it. They live in Ohio. <laughs> 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 it's like John You're, you're both fired. <laughs> it, it, it is actually the band members of... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, <they> are. <laughs> um, <laughs> Did a Google search for yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, so. there's, there's some people that have been from Ohio. There's bands from Ohio. No one's saying their House. No, I mean, I, I, that, that was not like a, a jab No, 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 it no, totally was. It there was, was harkening was, it was, it was back to the geography, and then... Uh, yeah, what, what would be, like, a... Ohio band. Reason I brought up over the Rhine is because they have they have a, they have an album called Ohio. They're from the Cincinnati area. Like yeah, totally the Bengals, kind of. Yeah. Hey, you yeah. know sports thing. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, the Bengals were an LA band. <laughs> <laughs> Susanna Huff. Thank you. This is the <laughs> second time. Okay. Before the cast, this is the second time in, the in that the Bengals have come up in conversation. <laughs> yeah. So wow.
1: I'm,
0: and it's, and you brought it up both. <laughs> So like I said, not I like the I'm not yeah. accusing oh. you of anything. However, ah, how can you hate the Bengals? They're, they're not my... You, know. but you don't like women? I I like women. You don't think women are good musicians? Wow. I, I love Slater-Kenny. I love, Slater the Slater <laughs> <laughs> love Slater-Kenny. They are not the Bengals. Though. What else you got in your with, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> like, so, Bengals, So and the the statements the of music and show. geography. Yes. Uh, well, so uh, so one <laughs> thing I did do was looking at the Def Cap for Cutie um, website, and so I thought it'd be interesting to say, okay, what are the you know because part of it was the trajectory of the band. Right. Where are they today? Right. And playing festivals, and where do they where do they fit on the bill? Are they the headliners? Are they in the big print, small print? Are they on the left in the big print, right small print? Are they mentioned at all? <laughs> what, what happened are they are they attending the festival <laughs> so so yeah so uh from their site i found several uh, things they're doing this year and i just took down some of the names of bands that i recognize just by being a, a regular peruser of pitchfork and so Here's, we not mention that in your introduction People oh. should have known that coming in. So. Oh yeah, I, I, I've got a pitchfork tattoo on my ass. <laughs> yes. That is how dedicated I am to this. Just in from the from the news desk, uh, Robert <laughs> just texted me Did and find said, phone? "He Did you know, find the internet? I don't know." Down off his trip. Any of those things are possible. <laughs> he just said it's so hot, watching Tedeschi Trucks Band right now. Oh, damn! him how it is. All right. So I'll I'll text, I'll text Robert while while Robert's filling. He knows that we're doing this now. That's why. He's yeah. <laughs> this is how this is how sad. Hey, you know, sad the, things have gotten. The dog eat dog world. Survival of the. true. Yeah, no, we're still talking actually. What do you want? What's
1: up?
0: <laughs> we, we already talked about that. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. Have fun. Remember, you're in charge, so. <laughs> you're six now. You're in charge. This is my, as, as I mentioned on the website, this is my son's sixth birthday. Yeah. He's being kind enough to let us record about his favorite artist, Ben Gibbard. So, oh, This is my son's very, favorite. Yeah. Very popular. Very, yeah. popular. The <laughs> synergy of, of the universe. So, so, has anyone ever heard of KTX's Summer Cup as the festival? No. I heard of KTX. I have heard of KTX. Yeah. So they are playing that. They are actually the headliner of that festival. And Iron and Wine and the whole study. I was totally going to bring up both bands. They were yeah as, okay. Uh, they, they're they playing the same festival, but they are you know, lower billing. Second and third billing. In, versus in terms wine. of bands that have music that takes me more and more listen to really appreciate it. Okay, that's fair. And that's all I got on that subject. <laughs> but but that's complicated. Kind of Just while we're on that, sure. Uh, a lot of other stuff is you know, for me it it, it doesn't have that hook right away. Right. It, it's more subtle, right. and it's uh. I think that's commendable. Sure. That's neat. Sure. And uh, the yeah, I was trying to think of other bands I listen to that are similar. Iron and Wine is 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 one. Yeah, I get that too because Iron Wine's one of those band, bands, artists, whatever you want to call Sam Beam and his beard. <laughs> um, but he, again, same thing where something new comes out. I it takes me a few lessons to get into it, even yeah. if I'm even if I'm already a fan. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah, it's not an instant. And Iron Wine's another one that I stand away from forever just because of unfair bias. Yeah, well, you know there you go. I was recommended. I um, my friend Adam Baker. From Ohio. Is she related to Alex Baker? No, okay. not at all. Well, maybe. I, I guess I don't really know. I don't like I know everything about the eye. Richard Baker. Ron Baker. Uh, Jim Baker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know actually. Anyways, uh, Adam.
0: <laughs> Adam was a friend of a friend who worked at Starbucks at the time, and I went in and got um, a cup of coffee and. He found my friend Lindsay was working, and she said, you know, here's Adam. He's a music guy, too. You guys should talk. And he pulled out, like, a long piece of blank receipt paper and wrote down, like, a list of bands I should listen to. Mm -hmm. And Iron and Wine was one of them, and it took me about five or six years before I actually did. (laughs) Um, And then I was like, Adam Baker. He was right on, man. Yeah. But, yeah, again, I kind of not intentionally stayed away, but I also had no reason to listen to him other than that. Yeah. 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 yeah, and that's actually kind of how I felt about Death Cab. Um, sure. Like, you know, if I meet someone who forces me to listen to it for a podcast, I'm like, well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, the interesting thing, too, um, you know, I I get... Um, what what was the... I, I was half listening, because there's children involved in this endeavor here. Um, when you were talking about Dave Matthews Band earlier, and Dave Matthews Band's fans... Yeah. What was... What were you... Where were you going with that? I'm sorry to recap for the listener, but... I need a remedial course here. No, I think that Dave Matthews Band is an easy target in the regards of yeah you know, they they tour a lot and there's people that go their tours right. right or go to go to the concerts and the shows and you get the sense this sense of this, uh, a douchiness of that yeah. Right. Okay. It, which which is, it can be a misperception, but it's also something where it's it's an it's low hanging fruit in the sense of oh here's a band that does it's easy to think musically. And it's easy for people that aren't that into music to enjoy Dave Matthews. Sure. And so that, and you know, they, there's they're they're assholes sometimes. They kind of are. (laughs) I mean, like that—that's that's that's where that was going into as far as like associating a certain associating a band with their fan base which is right. never fair and, and I've, I've said this about movies all the time and I have, I have folks that I talk to that, that I love that we talk movies and they say no I'm not going to see this movie because it's the type of person watching that will automatically taint their right. fan. and it's yeah, totally not fair and, same with music. And, that's the same, and that's where I fall mm-hmm. into the boat of a Death Cab fan because I get why people don't like them and I get why people like Chris can be indifferent to them for whatever reason I get it, but that's uh, that has nothing to do with why I like them. And actually, their fans have nothing to do with why I like them either. I I um I can kind of fit into their scene, you know, with a scene of people who like them, pretty easily because it is a certain type of person who likes Death Cab and I get that, but um. You know that that's one of those things where, and, and just the hipster scene in general. I've never actively attempted to be a hipster, but I tend to have some hipster sensibilities that come out when you're with other people that are hipsters yeah. and trying to be hipsters. I remember Brandon Timberlake had a on his monitor or get a wallpaper of hipster glasses. That was his wallpaper. His I remember paper. that. He spent like five hundred dollars and he bought those glasses. He yeah. lived his dream. And then he went to jail. <laughs> Sometimes there's a high cost for your dreams. It's true. It's true. But he, I, I was trying to think of an example of someone who actively went out to try to be a hipster. Yeah. And he was the first person in the game. So here, here's a fun game. Okay. With Death with Cab. I love like Go, it. Going back to the festivals we're playing, you know, the summer and fall. I'm going to name some bands, performers. Yeah. Ooh, I see where this is going. And tell me if you think Death Cab or Cutie would be yes. on the bill above them or below them. Okay. Are we saying on the bill at all, or just on the bill above I them? I would assume, We're assuming assume they're on the there. same bill. But they're as well. on the same bill. No trick question. No trick question. So, for instance, for instance, th- this is like the uh, hideout block party, the Onion and AB Fest. Mm-hmm. I would say they're... No. So you're here yeah, you to you're, play the game. Here's some though. bands. Here's some bands you that are on the bill with that If Caps. they're okay, higher we're we'll playing higher or lower. So <laughs> first band is the war on drugs. Ooh, I bet <laughs> higher, higher higher. Yeah. Although the war on drugs has kind of got a buzz right now. They they do, they're popular they buzz, right now. And but and it's good. I I I like them. I hear a lot about them but I haven't checked them out yet. That's they're worth checking out. Alright, do, do we do we want to do band and then whether or not DevCat's that well, is a game, but there's other bands do you want to do. Let's just do it oh. one band by band. Yeah, right. so, band the, band so, band so band. they are above yeah. on the bill for the Onion. Un- oh, un- I see what's your other the other way to play the game. Yeah. I yeah. like this, this way better. Yeah. And then so <laughs> this this band came up and and sort of the the pre-show talk. Me and John Rapp. The dismemberment plan. I would say right now, this dismemberment plan might be higher than Deathcap. I would. I would still say we don't care. I'm The either. only reason I'm saying Dismemberment Plan is higher is because they just had a new album and they've re-banded after, what, 10 years or so 8 it's years. It's almost like a nostalgia thing. Yes. It, it, mm, it, yeah. So, like, the Dismemberment mis- plans, yeah. you know, they're they're respected because there's been a gap. Yeah. Whereas Def Cab's been
1: That's right. regularly Go.
0: making music. And yeah. Everything. Yeah. Well, Death Cab is actually above. Yay, I win! Just remember my plan it. there. Stuck it, John. On this particular bill. You and oh, this is awful. And then uh, what's going on. Yeah, I won't even tell the listener what's happening right now in John's corner. Mac DeMarco. I would say, I'm gonna actually say Death uh, Mac DeMarco is higher than Death Cab on this one. Really? Yeah, I to Death Cab higher. Uh, Def Cap is above Mac DeMarco. Although, I'd I say I, I would personally <laughs> probably pick Mac. I like Mac DeMarco. I like Mac DeMarco. <laughs> he's, just a, he's just weird. He's a funny looking guy. He looks like, uh... What's that dude's name? Paul Sheer, Whatever. What? The guy that does the, uh... Even, he's on the league. The bald guy. Andre. I on four. Alright, the other... <laughs> the, another, uh... Sylvan SO or Eso? No, Esso? never heard of them. Anyway. I would so say death caps higher than that. Death caps, higher than them. Death got, death got higher than them. That's are they popular? Are people mm-hmm. out there listening to them right now? Are they good? Should I check them out? That's uh, a lot of questions. They, they uh... <laughs> I think they got a seven or above in the Pitchfork. P- p- pitchfork review. Mm. <laughs> Which is Pitchforky. poor man Pitchfork. It's the one the hipsters are now reading. Yeah, it's yeah, a new one. one. Yeah. It's how to make homemade pork rinds and, and uh, <laughs> find bands that have sound plans and band caps and counts. And then Valerie June is another person that was on the uh, Onion and AV Fest. All right, so so far Chris has three, I have two. I would okay. totally listen to an artist named Valerie June. Wow. I tried listening to an artist named Valerie June, and I actually don't remember my experience at all. <laughs> oh. I, I, and that's, I, I don't mean that as a slight... I, I just really don't remember. I was like, oh, that sounds like, exactly, it sounds like a cool. It does. I would, I would, I She does kind of like a, uh, sort of like a, you know, it's kind of R&B-ish, a little southern rockish, mm-hmm. kind of uh, country-ish. It sounds like I would like this. It is interesting, yeah. interesting sort of. I'm going to go Death Cab. Death Cab is this Well, John didn't get to pick, so he forfeits that one. How's Robert doing? Um, uh, Robert? is texting me right now he says um so many squirrels <laughs> <laughs> the sonic force was awesome no just kidding
1: um
0: <laughs> he said uh things at the rue are good he recommends king Khan and the shrines uh st paul and the broken bones which i, I enjoy st paul and the broken bones um uh, basically they're having fun when they play they really really do um fowl and the get down stay down and chance the rapper and Janelle Monet. Mm-hmm. that all—all all highlights for Robert, apparently. Cool. So, all right, back to the game. All right, you probably, probably would've gotten that one. Yeah, that—that that would be. it. I'm just gonna mark myself. So that, All right. Yeah. So here, here's one that's a little bit different as far as how the poster was set up. So, okay. uh, fun, fun fest, sponsored by General Motors. So they basically had like uh, on the left side. Big print, as far as oh, major yeah. bands, and yeah. small print on the right side. and yeah, uh, I don't like that format. So this one, I don't know if there's going to be a way to make this really easy, because the small print stuff was like, oh, I recognize that. Oh, that's a good thing. I didn't write all those down, but these were the big print ones, so here's sort of the rest of it. Uh, tell me, let's do this. If you had to do like a mix where it was like Death Cab for Cutie versus this band, uh-huh. just to make it kind of, you know, a combat mix or whatever. Out of these other, because Death Gap was in the big print on the left. Right. Who would you match them up for? You've got Judas Priest, King Diamond, Death from Above, 1979. Wow. Nas, Girl Talk, Neutral Milk Hotel mm. Wiz Khalifa and H A-H-J Clearly Wiz Khalifa <laughs> No, I mean, I I don't like Neutral Milk Hotel don't. I don't either I really don't, but I would mask them I kind of would too <laughs> 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 I
1: mean, that's
0: the only one that kind of makes sense If me. it was a battle mix I think Death Cab would win that oh, one I But did. I yeah. would totally set them up with Strawman with and Neutral Milk Hotel People like it. I know. I don't get it. They, they have like one album. <laughs> I just I mean, <laughs> a lot of like just have one album. I don't know, they have like one album, but it's like there's there's something else. <laughs> they got a shout out yeah. on uh, Parks and Recreation. Oh, that uh, that makes sense. Yeah, like that. They have the Audrey sense. Plaza character was saying how like her favorite band was. Cool it was weird. I like that parts and Recreation too. Robert yeah. also says, "Tell Chris to shut up." does he ask does he for um, how long um <laughs> how really like, ten minutes left Chris left. shut okay. up <laughs> asking for a friend <laughs> oh now he says tell Chris to shut up again oh wow we haven't even clarified the first instance here this is this is not looking good for <laughs> okay. um So, we have about ten minutes left of our show today. I like that game. Though. We that, to was, that was a that fun game. game. We should do that all game. I I would give that game four dinosaur juniors. Ooh, uh-huh. I give it three point eight. That see that's that's <laughs> the highest uh, out of available dinosaur, dinosaur juniors. That's, <laughs> that's a good After rating. Saying, that's like, Jay Mason like get above like a two ever, <laughs> like <laughs> I, I liked his recent self album, so uh, so there, um yeah, so um, I know you guys have limited show prep because this is this is a half assed endeavor here. No, no um, it's our AM show. That's right, we are we are recording. Um, <laughs> On the AM radio right now, high definition AM radio. Yeah, we're on uh, AM fourteen eighty.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Um, do you guys?
0: All. Do you guys have any favorite songs as you've listened to? I have. i the one today. I you did. Liked, yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, that Irvin's Raining so that. down the road. That's safe. I'm joking. Yeah. Maybe. Don't I think it's don't, app, don't Spotify hair. and drive, folks. Get your playlist set up before. You put it in drive, and then just deal with it. I Will Possess Your Heart. That was your favorite? Yeah. Really? Really? (laughs) No, I'm I'm. I'm, I'm (laughs) I (laughs)
1: mean.
0: I take it back. I take take that tone back completely. (laughs) No, that's a good song. It's a good song. It's not my favorite. (laughs) It's not in in the top 50% of songs of theirs that I like but it's, yeah, it's actually commendable. Apparently bookmarked three. Oh, good. Well, then tell us all three that you bookmarked. Uh, the first one I do was title track, then... Yes! <laughs> totally different. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, uh, that's, yeah, that's how that went. That's yeah, how that well. works. But, The company did. called Epilogue and Sleep Spence. Those are, those are the... Yeah, those are good. Yeah, those are good. Sorry. Um, but you, but you, you'll. This is all that's your part. So Robert will be back next week. What percentage of Death hard But no, I, I, get that's like going to a vocational school. Yeah. Here's here's the thing though. Lower here's the, here's the thing though, Tom, on that one. So. I would say "I Will Possess Your Heart" is a is a mighty fine song, <laughs> <laughs> right up there with that Valerie, Valerie June experience. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so go, bear with me on this because "I Will Possess Your Heart" is a great song, and I it was a stretch for them to do something like that, especially the long version. You know, there's there's yeah. the radio version of that song that's like three minutes and twenty seconds, and then there's like seven minute long, the, the can camp jam as I like to call it. Um, that. That song, though, for me, it was billed as, we're going to come out with this whole new Death Cab, and they really pushed before that album came out that this was their new direction, and then the rest of the album is a Death Cab for Cutie album. Mm. And for me, that song, because of that, they, they, mm. they, they hyped it so much as, we just went in the studio and just anything goes, and we, we just tried something new, we decided right, tried to break our, our paradigms. Like a artistic and, outlier. I guess, yeah. So so for me, I, it, it doesn't match with anything else that they do, uh, that they've done really, and um, it just kind of, the only thing that it kind of matches to a little bit, and I just made the connection, was their track that they put on the uh, Twilight soundtrack that I, I just <laughs> hate, I hate. Um, it, it, that was the, the, the song "Meet Me on the Equinox." I think they just kind of phoned that in for an album soundtrack. But it, it's kind of along those same lines of, uh, of kind of a creepy. It, there's the other thing too. It, it, I think they were kind of going for almost like the police. Um, "I'll be watching you," or you know, the, whatever that song's called. Um, where is the, the, the Every breath you take. Every breath you take. Thank yeah. you. Um, the, it, and I think it just kind of fell short. And it also for me, it just doesn't. It, it was a letdown. Because I thought it was so great until I heard the rest of the album. And I love the rest of the album, but it's just a Death right. record. So for me, it was kind of a, un, a delivered promise. So mm-hmm. it, it goes in my bottom 50%. Still, like I said, great song. Nothing wrong with it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that was one thing, too, we touched upon a little bit earlier, too, was like different eras. <laughs> and like eras within bands, but also when do you... You know, first get touched by it, this music right, band. Right. and then uh, up on top of that as you mature do you mature with the band and does their sound start to still stay at the soundtrack to your life uh, whereas when you first encounter yeah. them in your early 20s it means something to you but then when you get into your early 30s and there's different things going on in your life are they still making music that speaks to you or right. do you find other musical outlets other bands mm. that you, you know is it stuff your parents listen to when you become a it parent. Is, it's funny because it, you're right. There are no, bands sure. that there there's the bands that I liked when I was going on to another twenty that are putting out new stuff that's evolved from that that I still enjoy. Okay. Um. And there are bands that have stagnated and and have not changed at all. That that I don't really care for as much anymore. That right. I kind of grow tired of. Yeah. Um. And there are bands that tried something new and wasn't great yeah. and I don't listen to them anymore anyway. Right. <laughs> um, but there are those different those eras that you go through and it's I think it's tricky for a band to kind of evolve with its audience and yeah. still you can listen to it's like the Beatles I think is an interesting example sure. of that. Sure. In which for me personally, you know, I can listen to their early, you know, radio pop stuff as 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 easily as I can, you know, let it be in Abbey Road and, and things like that, <clears throat> um, and I think they they both have their place, and they're both they're both good. I can imagine being someone growing up with them and evolving their taste with theirs too, and yeah. uh, and and following that path. And I've had the unique pleasure, and it's probably why they're still one of my favorite bands, is that every album that they've hit, as they've grown, I mean, sonically, uh, Tom and I were talking about the difference sonically between we have the facts, and we're voting yes. And planned. It was only a five-year span, and there were two albums in between. But they went from this lo-fi kind of sound to a, a they probably their most studio album they've had. Um, and you know, each each step has taken them. I mean, they're a very consistent band. They they have a they have a sound. They have a mission statement. Those four guys sound like that. Um, but for me, the content as Ben Gibbard has grown as a songwriter, as he's Aged, you know, for some reason, every time they come out with something new, it hits with a point in my life, and it may not be like Codes and Keys was not my favorite album. Um, it's not a bad album, but it's not my favorite Death Cab album. Um, but it kind of matched where I was in my life. It was kind of like eh, it, was, it was just it was the time. It was you know thirty. You know I was I turned thirty that year, um, and you know there's a certain level of you know mundane that comes with being thirty. Mm-hmm. So I, I, they've been able to still speak to me as as a person. I don't know that all their fans could say that though, and that's kind of what Tom and I were yep. talking about too. Where I honestly don't know where they stand with their fans right now. I know where they stand with me as a fan, yeah. but their actual like hipster fan base, if you want to call it that, I have no idea if they're still relevant or not. You know, and and they may or may not be. And I guess when this new album, they're they're in the studio I right now. They are. Right? that's the kind of the thing about Portland. And then what the right. band mm-hmm. right. is that you, they are kind of loyal to that. They Usually. They, yeah. Usually. So I don't assume. Probably some I mean, if you're a 40-year-old hipster, are you listening to the bands you were listening to when you were 20, or are you finding, oh, there's this great band that I just found, and I'm a hipster, I'm the first one to listen to it. Or, mm-hmm. What is the 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 ethos to your well, hipster? I, I think, you know, well, that's maybe, you know, not to sound whatever, but maybe there there is that difference from people who are just listening to bands because they're singing and right. people are yeah. listening to bands because they're good. I'd right. assume that people are listening to bands because they're good <laughs> and they just happen right. to also overlap that hipster crowd, are True. still listening to them based on, on quality. Uh, otherwise, no. Otherwise, they're just clinging on to the new things and uh, good or not. <laughs>
1: right. Right.
0: So one thing in my research, too, in the last 53 as, seconds. As we again, wrap up in the last, <laughs> like, you know, last 50 seconds, I wanted to ask you, John. How do you feel like Ben Gibbard's <laughs> Catholicism plays into his songwriting and him being a lapsed Catholic? And you, I really don't see it much. I mean, there's been a few times. Thanks for loading that on the show. The last thirty seconds. As I mentioned, Robert will be back next week. Um, no. Uh, I, you know, it, there's, there's been some mention. We're not tied to, like, 60 minutes exactly. We can go five Whoa. minutes long, right? I mean, we're we're fine. Our last, our last episode was 61 minutes. So oh, really? we've, we've got, got a few, a few, few moments. moments. We've got a few moments. And, I mean, he, he mentions in um, the one song about uh, uh, I'll Follow You Into the Dark, you know, Catholic school, vicious as Roman rule, I got my knuckles bruised, and I never went back. Kind of one of those, those things. Um, I haven't seen it too much, really... Throughout some of the other stuff, but then on the newest album, he has a basically song where he just keeps repeating, "There's nothing out there. This is the end. There's nothing past this." You know, yeah. and um, you know, is the is the steeple the only thing that that is? That's the that's where the glory stops or whatever. Um, you know, and actually that's that's a good example of a song where that's something New Ben hasn't done before. Is as just take a stand on something. He's mm-hmm. not. They're not a political that's band. A they're, yeah, they're not. They're not a political band. They're not a... I mean, I think they played with, um, you know, they were supportive of John Kerry. You know, they, they played with bands that support John Kerry in you know, 04. You know, we know that their affiliation, but they don't write political songs. They don't write... Uh, they write personal songs. You know? They and, do. And that St. That, um, Peter's Cathedral from Codes and Keys, their most recent album, was the first one that really was a... Here's what I think, you know, and it, it, it was a very agnostic song kind right. of thing, you know, or or um I don't even know if we call it atheistic, but it's it's definitely that the 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 starting point is his his Catholicism of his youth through the lens of his lapsed Catholicism. Mm, okay. right, you know? And uh that that's a, that's new ground for Ben, I will say that. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Well I'm disappointed in this podcast. You usually are, but that's okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to be a lot more angry and defensive about things today. No. Yelling, smashing things. Didn't get to see that. Not yet. I I'm, have enough beer. If I... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when my turn comes around in this thing, I will be really defensive and angry and yelling at you and Rob. So we can look forward to that on the Decemberist show. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't decided yet what I'm picking. I was thinking Decembrist. the Decemberist. I like the Decemberists. You don't have to. I, I I I will be honest. I I have not listened to the Decemberists in any meaningful way. I think the Decemberists. I I should listen to them more than I do. I don't listen to them. Well, but I've heard great things. things. and when I, I pick them, pick I might great things. So. I'll pick a band that you can't find on Spotify. The Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna sign off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We'll see. We'll see you next time. Things will be a lot more normal, Tom. We hope to have you back. Oh, and Tom writes for the blog, though. Yeah, so he's, he's gonna if, start if, writing the If you to the blog. keep listening to our podcast and you just really hate it, and you're like, "Why did they get rid of that Tom guy?" Just read his posts. Yeah, and, <laughs> and Tom will probably be back. Yeah. In all seriousness, um, you know, uh, when we have somebody who can't make it, like Robert Sabanaru, um, I have a, a kid. yeah, he has a kid. Oh, he has a kid. I'm gonna have. Uh, I have another kid on the way in a couple uh, weeks. <laughs> so, <laughs> Right about the time, you'd be wondering why are be podcasting. Yeah, uh, so when I I'm replaced by Tom, I, actually, I think the plan is tentatively to go down to Robert's place and yeah. do it. So if you guys, that's a little little background on that. We have plans in place. We're not, you know, completely fly by the seat of your pants. We, we have, have uh, a quick face yeah, that we use. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, SharePoint. <laughs> um, but no, you know that—that's the thing. Okay, I got—I got word back from Robert. Oh. Chris, you need to. If he says the next six minutes. So you're supposed to shut up for the next six minutes. Not five. Not seven. Six exactly. The Rue Gods have spoken. Rest assured, dear listener, that for the next six minutes, I will not talk. All right, starting now.